0: series which is now finally available to buy in the united states click on the banner on one of us order today and join in the fun now because delicious volume two yum 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 is coming really soon a perfect gift for your child or those of you who are forever young at heart one of us strongly recommends this one
1: Baylor, i've never known you to be an impressionist but Hmm. can you do any impressions well I
2: I don't really have any like on deck. I could pr- I could well, probably I remember do- you
1: played a a straight man for years and-
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh damn.
3: Herself.
4: Did you see that on Christ. Did you have that in your pocket? What was
1: that? I have to say I just <laughs> Did you write of that? that last night? <laughs> I- <laughs>
2: He thought of that a week ago, and he was like, we've got to have Baylor on the podcast. Well,
4: and the only reason is because he's still trying to do an impression of a straight man. (laughs) So, hello and welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because we're a tight-fisted hand of the grindstone. I am uh, <laughs> what? It's a... What? It's a line from Christmas Carol. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's a, what a part of the uh, Dickens narration, which I will talk to having never read the book, but Gonzo says it in the movie.
1: When did you read... Well, get... let's do an intro for oh, okay. Jesus, so yeah, people know who they're listening to, because obviously
4: this is the first time they're Anyone's hearing it, ever and this is the, the one show. they've picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, Eric Samaniego, with me, as always, is the uh, rich little to my little Richard. Uh, <laughs> I-, I thought of that, that as soon as it started, the credit started, I thought, okay, that's, that's pretty fine. good, I like that's that. That's fine. I like uh, that. Right, Tulak. So, like, how are you doing? I'm doing great, how are you? All right, I'm fine.
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. No, wait. You're doing better than fine. I am. I'm doing because so much better than last week.
4: Because the thing is, you. I, this was we, made for me, but not good.
3: <laughs> well, so this was <laughs> made for That's made for you. That's, that's that's made for me. Because yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. we we learned, or at least I learned, that anytime time that I choose a movie to watch, you're pissed. And not then, always,
4: but you, you get you like when it's painful to get through. Like a Neil
1: Breen kind of thing.
4: I want to have fun.
1: (laughs) Give me Neil Breen all day or day. My
4: masochism is different than your masochism. And and I recognize that. (laughs) So Baylor Johnson is back. Baby, for the holidays.
2: Hello, happy holidays, everybody. So,
4: you, the last time you were here, you did that uh, Harry Potter ripoff. Yes. And yep. so, we, don't worry, folks, we are going to continue and finish that franchise I, with Bailey.
2: I know that everyone has been just dying to learn about the further adventures of <laughs> oh, Billy, yeah. Mitchell. Billy, Billy, Billy Mitchell. Owens. Billy Owen. Billy Owen. Billy Mitchell, is, Billy that
4: Mitchell Donkey Kong is the Donkey Kong guy. guy. Yeah. The guy that, <laughs> I, I saw somebody said he looks like you're drawing Keanu Reeves from memory. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, all right, so. Uh, since it's the holidays, and uh, this will come out uh, sometime either before or after, so Merry Christmas or Happy New Year, whichever. Yeah. Uh, instead of doing a, a movie, kind of wanted to change it up a little bit. And We've done some Christmas specials before, so this year I yeah. felt like, all right, let's do it again. Because I uh, am part of a, um, surprise, Gilbert Gottfried uh, Facebook <laughs> group uh, where this came up. And I thought, okay, this seems like it's just the right tone for our show, and I was wrong. <laughs> um, so it's it's A Christmas you, Carol Rich Little's A Christmas Carol And, and who uh, is Rich Little? So uh, 1970's He was hugely popular As a nightclub performer He did All the, uh, all the kids
1: loved him yeah.
4: Well yeah. they did back then Oh Yeah well because everybody Knew who he was doing I mean if he hasn't Updated his act now Which I really want to Look into his act Because he still performs Is oh, he really still Vegas. performing? Oh yeah wow. God in Oh he has no savings
1: <laughs> We can Wait, just assume Are you saying that Christmas Carol Didn't make him All the money in the world?
4: You know, it's apparently not one of the uh,
2: most beloved versions of the story. <laughs> so I so I have an interesting thing that I, I was looking up uh, as we were watching the movie, because guess what? Didn't grab my entire attention.
3: Whoa. Um, wow. But
2: I was just sort of skimming through the uh, Richard Little um, uh, Wikipedia page and uh-huh. saw that he apparently released an album... Uh, in 1963, called a Christmas Carol with the Stars, oh. which was a one man, per- which was this movie basically. It was a one it makes man more performance sense as an album. Yeah, but here's the thing: is it was released in November of 1963, and it had to be pulled off the shelves ten days later because <gasps> one of the uh, you know impress- impressions he oh, did. I think I know where we're going. Was John F. Kennedy as the ghost of Christmas present. And he has the line, my time on this earth is but short. In fact, it ends tonight. Did Rich wait when November? Yeah. Like 10 days before the assassination, he had a John F. Kennedy say a line about being about to die. And so then, all of the record stores were like, "We cannot sell this album."
1: Did Rich Little kill JFK? <laughs> he was on the grassy knoll. <laughs> oh my wow. god! So, so this—I need to find this on Discogs, like right now. Yeah. So, so I,
2: I kind of think that this was like, a, like a frustrated artist's sort of project, right? Like he. <laughs> He, yeah, had, write it, yeah. he had done his one-man Christmas carol impressions show and then had it completely disappear, like, fall through his fingers. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, 15 years later, the Canadian broadcasting company needed an hour of television, <laughs> and he was like, my time is here.
4: Man, you know, it, it, I guess it hadn't been long enough for him to whip out Kennedy in the special. Because <laughs> it's it's the same thing with... them. Um, there was that impressionist who really uh, made his name... As doing uh, impressions, but it was mostly Kennedy he had a Grammy winning uh, comedy album. It was at home with the Kennedys, hmm. and his whole career ended, of course.
1: <laughs> and in, well, I mean, you know, there's three for sale right now. Uh, how much? Only like six bucks. <laughs> this is happening, I guess. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah and, uh, oh, yes. We'll
4: get, do a giveaway for a hundredth episode. <laughs> 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 Which is soon, uh, but yeah. So this guy, he—I uh, think it was Glenn Fry. I, I'm blanking on his name, but a stand-up comedian who then eventually wound up working in a tavern, you know, in his old age, his, sure. his dotage, because his career ended. He was in a cab, and on the radio, it was announced that Kennedy died. It was—he already knew he'd been shot, but that President Kennedy had died today. <laughs> and uh, the cabbie looked at him in the rearview mirror. He's told this story before, and a guy goes. Well, I guess you're out of a job. <laughs> and he never worked again. He tried He tried to get a nightclub act together doing other impressions, but he made his name doing Kennedy, and that was it. Wow. wow. Like, that—that that, that uh, is one of those things, like, uh, those impressionists, because impressionists exist. They're all over TikTok now yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. in the old days, making an entire career
1: out of it... I don't that, know. Does, does that exist that, still? These exist on TikTok. There's a few people. But I mean, like, I, I feel there's like there's not a nightclub circuit anymore. No,
2: really. I I feel like the '70s was sort of like the last hurrah of sort of like the B celebrity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, like it
4: was. It was because yeah, people were still sort of celebrating old show business. Yeah. And somebody yeah. like Steve Martin came along and was satirizing old phony show business. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was in its death rattle. I guess. Right.
2: And now, now, like the people who are sort of like. Like that, yeah. They're all sort of doing sketches online and stuff. It's all
1: TikTok and yeah. Which, and they at least uh, a lot of the more successful ones are versatile. Like Melissa Van like she. Oh, from SNL, right? Yeah, yeah she yeah, does yeah, yeah, impressions, yeah. incredible impressions. But she's actually a good actress, and she does other things. Other like than her just stand-up act is
4: not just hey, what would it, what would it sound like if Kirk Douglas was a waiter,
1: yeah, right?
2: Which is basically what this whole special was. Yes. Which was like, uh, oh, what if? <clears throat> Bob Marley, not Bob Marley. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Actually, I oh, would have. Oh, if, oh, if, if this special oh, had blackface. No. <laughs> oh, yes, oh my God. yes, yes, yes. What if Jacob Marley was Bob Marley? Was Richard Nixon was what I was gonna. Well, say. Well,
4: that is a thing in a like Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's Jacob and Robert Marley, right. Bob Marley, yeah. which yeah. I didn't get until I was like in my mid twenties, like. <laughs>
2: Bob Marley. Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit when it ended, but it is it is really wild that I think for most people around our age and younger, mm-hmm. the this is this is the story that has probably been adapted into movies the most of oh, yeah. any sitcom episodes. Yeah. just yeah. yeah. But but we
1: are all most familiar with the Muppet version. Yes. Right, because yeah. I, I was asking questions, like, wait, I thought he visited uh, the Marleys on Christmas Day. I was like, no, that's oh, just Cratchits, the Cratchits. The Cratchits, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, uh, visiting them on Christmas Day. like Because of no. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking forward to the, you know, just all of a sudden Michael Caine showing up and just like, <laughs> yeah. actually, is- why didn't you and Michael Caine?
4: Well, it's funny. It's it's like one of those things where I, the Muppet Christmas Carol wasn't a huge hit when it came out, yeah, because it was like the first thing, and it's kind of a weird movie because it's a little darker than what the Muppets had done before. But the fact that it's every year now just become a commercial mm-hmm. for the characters. I think there's probably also a generation that only know the characters from the that only movie. know the Muppets oh, sure. from a yeah. Muppet yeah, Christmas yeah. Carol, <laughs> yeah, which you know is unfortunate that it didn't happen to Rich Little that way. That so. kids uh, know who Rich Little is. So, so. Yeah, like as you said, it's basically. Here's the story. What impressions do I do? Where do I cast my impressions into this? So right. I guess, do we want to do a rundown of who's who? Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, but you can also just jump in. No, but, but but there's like there's not much else to talk about because I assume all of the listeners at home are are familiar broadly with the story of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, and so really, and be... the celebrities, I mean, they can Google if they don't. Yeah, know who yeah, they
1: but are. also they should be familiar with the celebrities uh, that he's impersonating because. You have done all of them <laughs> on Honestly, show. I
4: have probably done most of them because No, my... you have
1: done all of them. Well,
4: that's like my whole thing with like, who is Rich Little doing now? I assume it's the same characters for the same audience, which is now in their 70s plus. Yeah. Yes. So, or us. Yeah. <laughs> Me specifically. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I want like to get one thing straight. Like Christine this... Petty, uh, an impressionist. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. New York. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, doing her Christmas show. So if you're in New York, uh, buy tickets but we've seen her Christmas show. I've seen it a couple of times and she doesn't do anyone that's famous from, I don't know, the last... Thirty years, years, something like that. Like the most recent impression I've seen her do is Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But she's brilliant at what she does. But it is also like, boy, your audience is dwindling because they're dying. (laughs) Uh, I I think COVID probably (laughs) took a you know a big chunk of her elderly audience out. Oh God. (laughs) But well, yeah, it's it's interesting because like that kind of impression impressionist, I don't know, that's just not like TikTok. I see those people, but, like, they don't do an act. It's quick cuts to, like, here's a, me doing this voice. Yeah. This. Like well, do, In the old days, they'll... they would build an entire structure of, like, I'm going to do a scene yeah. or a monologue mm-hmm. as this mm-hmm. character. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've
1: seen them do, like, bits where they'll play all the different characters that they impersonate, and they're, like, all talking to one another. I've seen that. Okay. Like, there's there's still like – the people will do those things because they're looking at people like this idiot who will do an entire show – and just basically talk to himself.
4: Which, let me say, is like, I don't think Rich Little is particularly talented. I think some of no. his impressions are terrible.
1: Some of them were quite terrible. He did sort of
4: trailblaze that as a career that yeah. one could have. Yeah. So, uh, big ups to uh, Rich Little. <laughs> he's, still yeah. uh, he well, he's still alive. If you're listening, yeah. He performed Bush's uh, second inauguration. He, uh, I think he hosted... Wait, did he did what? do George Bush? I think he does a George W. Bush. Oh. But it's not good. Uh, (laughs) But I think he also hosted uh, the um, correspondence dinner uh, during the Bush administration at some point after Colbert went and it became uncomfortable. That's what
1: I remember. I feel like I remember someone doing an impersonation. yeah, because I got a
4: time machine and then uh, suddenly Rich Little was the star of this show. Oh,
3: my God. So, Uh, you know,
4: it's uh, the Christmas carol. So we've got Scrooge, uh, but this time, because, wait, what is Scrooge? Scrooge is a landlord. He's a, he's a land. story, landlord. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I remember, yeah, the, like the uh, eviction on uh, mm-hmm. oh, the Muppet version. <laughs> right. Yeah. He throws yeah. Because,
1: yeah. He, yeah, he's uh, like on the verge of evicting a few people. Although no are, pole houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, prisons,
4: plenty of those.
1: But um, he is a, they're a bottle and boat shop where he drinks all the, bo- the, all the booze and right. then Cratchit makes uh, does the boat because he's WC thing.
4: fields whose persona was an alcoholic and Which, in real life they yeah. Yeah. really drive that in. home yeah right.
1: that's like the joke of this entire
2: thing yeah. is that we keep on having him drink and be like oh I need to have a drink I don't have a WC fields on deck sorry everyone It oh,
1: <laughs> looks like we do have WC fields here though uh, WC fields how, nice to see you I know you've been dead about you know 40 years but how are you doing
2: 50.
5: (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. I can't do W.C. (laughs)
2: Fields. You're doing great. you were doing just fine uh, compared to what we just saw. (laughs) And, and, like, here's the thing about about having W.C. Fields be Scrooge for this Christmas Carol is it was a perfectly fine W.C. Fields. It wasn't one of the better impressions in the movie. And also, is W.C. Fields, like, a big enough... Celebrity. I guess or his, the, his voice though.
1: I he, think that's what the biggest thing was. There was about a
4: period is. in the 70s when there was a big resurgence of 70 or excuse me, 30s comedy. Hmm. So I could understand where that would be maybe kind of beloved. Because at that point that was like when Groucho was still alive and he was suddenly beloved by the, you know, anti-establishment um you know hippies and stuff. Yeah and, yeah. and all that. So it's like there was a minute in the '70s because all the kids that had been raised on those movies rerunning on television were now adults. Right, it's a just same... like
1: Eric Sam, and Yeager. Yeah, <laughs> no,
4: exactly. But it's that that cultural sort of uh, circular thing that yeah. happens where now every movie, I feel like every movie is about kids from the '80s because yes. everybody making yes. movies grew up in the 80s or at least has a fondness for the media of
1: it yeah Wait that's another 10 I, years and it'll all be about the 90s
4: well see yeah. i wonder i worry that we're stuck in this loop where it's just constant sequels and reboots and uh, prequels and like we of were, the
2: same stuff that we grew up with we were talking just before we started watching the movie about the ghostbusters movie that came out last oh, year yeah. that the whole point of the movie is like hey guys remember the ghostbusters
4: That's the thing. It's not even the tone of the original movie. It's It's that thing that now happens with every sequel (laughs) to a franchise that they're rebooting is here's the original score, but done slowly on a, on a piano.
2: And there's always going to yep. be a scene where there's a kid who's too young to remember the original property mm-hmm. who throws a dusty tarp off of a vehicle, and it's the iconic vehicle that was a toy in yeah. the previous movie. It, it happens in the Ghostbusters trailer. It happened in Jurassic World. It yep. happens more or less in uh, the Star Wars oh, uh, yeah. Force Awakens yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. with the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Yeah. Chewie. We're home. Yeah, it's like here's your toys. They're still important. Yeah, they're still important. It's you fine guys. that you've
4: wasted all your finances on those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, say reflecting momentarily, <laughs> like Scrooge. Uh, but it's it's one of those things too where um, something like Jurassic World, which is it, it just ruins it, it. The idea like it doesn't understand at all what made Jurassic Park interesting. No, but I mean, well, by the way, the franchise has gone. It still. It still had room to get lower and lower and lower in my view, because when I saw the trailer for that most recent one,
0: they recreated
4: the moment where Ellie takes off her sunglasses. And I was like, or no, uh, not Ellie. Oh, she does it because it's it's, uh, Grant in the first one. Oh, yeah. But that moment, like that gross masturbatory fan service, like, look. It's like pouring uh, a bunch of crap into a, a pigsty, like, eat up.
3: Yeah. yeah well, they are well, Yeah, ding, ding.
1: exactly. Yeah. The problem they don't understand about the new Jurassic Park movies is that the, the, I finally realized this after I saw Dominion and I nearly killed myself because it was f- oh, so fucking bad. But they think that Alan Grant... And Ellie and Dr. Malcolm are superheroes. Yeah. And because yeah. that these movies, Chris Pratt and uh, uh Bryce Dallas Howard and I guess whomever else is in this movie, in those movies, they all think it's like, oh, well, they're like superhuman, basically. They're all like Fast and the Furious, yeah, and, like yeah. actors and characters. And they're like, no, that's what's so great about Jurassic Park is that they're archaeologists. They're nerds, not Indiana Jones. Right. They're just people who are like, Oh, yeah, we just like to dig up shit. And then Dr. Malcolm is a fucking professor. Yeah. And they're thrown into a severe, crazy action scenario. Right. That's what makes it so great. And also, you believe the tension. Well, that says something about the way Chris Bat is just like ready. He's knifing velociraptors. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck are you talking (laughs) about? He's doing motorcycle stunts
2: and he has a trained velociraptor who's his best bud. Well, and even in the new ones,
4: throwing them into the mix, it's like, Okay, you're making them like do acrobatics and they're all 30 years older. Yeah. So it's even less believable than it is <laughs> with the current cast of the new ones. But yeah, yeah, it says something about how movies are now that everything has a sort of a flat Marvel uh, character and even the way they're shot.
1: Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so
4: tired of blue tint on everything. Yeah.
1: There's like no depth. In the, in the scene, like, you know. Even
4: that whole, Jesus, that terrible, which I didn't watch all the way through, but that new version of Death on the Nile. Oh, God. It is so flat. It's oh, like, yeah. why are we
2: shooting this on a green screen? Yeah.
4: This can be easily done in a set. <laughs> but,
2: or just outdoors. outdoors. You can just go outside of the studio. Not not more, no, no, there no. There are no, still no.
4: pyramids. You can
1: shoot in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing about them. They've stuck around for a while. Yeah. Which, speaking of sets... Rich Little's Christmas Carol. Thank you for bringing us back. Yeah, yes, uh, sorry, okay.
4: getting off on a tangent. Because but, uh,
1: I will
3: say there though, there were
4: real
1: sets. There's production. It was, it value. was a production. There, it was a production. But, so,
4: so uh, Rich Little is Canadian, and we did see that this was made by the CBC. So
1: We apologize. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, so so. But this means we're continuing like the the Baylor is here for Canadian content. Yes, that's right. That's, so that's that's my yeah. brand now for this show. <laughs>
4: yeah. So like the kind of things uh, that uh, Canada does. There's con-exploitation, they call it, sort oh, of schlocky, you know, drive-in movies. Tough. So this would be crap. This be, this uh, be crap. <laughs> <laughs> this be crap. But yeah, so I mean, there's production quality because this was probably a big production on Canadian television because it costs it is, like two dollars. Well, <laughs> but it's interesting to watch Canadian TV, even from the last couple of decades, where it feels so much smaller than American TV. Yeah, because yeah. their Which budgets, most... everything, their their celebrity world is so much smaller.
1: Right. And well, and. In... And most uh, productions, or Amer- American productions, are shot in Canada because it's so fucking cheap. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. But they didn't hold back. I mean, you said this was on HBO back in 1978. Like 70, 70, 70, 78, 78, 78, yeah, 78? 78, yeah. uh, But it was in uh, so co-production with CBC. Or, yeah,
4: HBO's early years. And uh, it, a lot of times, their original productions in those days were co-productions either with uh, CBC mm-hmm. or they were Canadian productions the same way that like the old days of the Disney Channel so much of their quote original content was just imported right yeah, yeah. yeah. so but, that was the same with HBO back in the day so cuz god uh, I can't even imagine how many people would have been subscribers in 78 you would have, have to seen get this.
1: cable like I, when when did like I mean mean, yeah, came around come around there's
4: a whole uh, maybe defunct land or yesterworld about this
1: one right? of
2: those yeah I, w- I remember watching like a long YouTube about the history about of the, the, history Disney, of the Disney channel and yeah. like originally its model was the same as HBO where right. it was like a pay premium service oh really oh, it was yeah. at my grandma's house that's yeah.
4: when I would get to see it and there would be Kid stuff like uh, original programming, Dumbo Circus, where mm-hmm. it was like people in costumes, yeah. Welcome to Pooh Corner, yeah, people in costumes, and then that's it...
1: what I call my bathroom. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, wait, I'm well, on fire uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you were, uh, but so,
4: uh, but in the evenings it would be more adult programming, documentaries, and yeah. concerts yeah. and things. Like I missed the Disney Channel I was introduced to because there was a certain point. Where even as a kid, I felt like, well, this just isn't for me anymore. Right. <laughs> when sitcoms became the thing. Yeah, like, sitcoms these for children tweens, sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: is... and uh, an impression uh, movies about uh, <clears throat> old tales uh, from Charles yeah, Dickens yeah. were for you.
4: Yeah, like I do miss seeing Rich Little every Christmas <laughs> on the Disney Channel.
2: For, be... for somebody, this movie is a Christmas tradition. Surely there's somebody out it's, there. His name is Rich Little.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Every year, watching those residual checks get smaller and smaller. All right.
4: So, but so, yeah, he's W.C. Fields of Scrooge. Yes. His uh, okay, Bob Cratchit. Oh, my God. It gosh. was actually one of the only things that really consistently the, made me laugh. The, yeah, attention. like
2: the two times over the course of this entire hour that I genuinely laughed, both of them were his Bob Cratchit, which was Paul Lynde. Yeah. which at first I'll say I was really nervous when Paul Lind first showed up because I was like, this movie is basically about to say slurs at me.
4: <laughs> right. Like, but <laughs> back then he wasn't out. So they wouldn't have done that because culturally, I guess you couldn't guess. say certain things. Oh, he wasn't camera. out yet. In, during... well, I mean, he was not out in his life,
2: but well, but then, and jumping ahead a little bit, I mean, Paul, but Paul Lind was always, everyone knew like it was kind of the joke was he was kind of like, right. And there oh. were little like winks and things, yeah. but he was in, the but same... then they made tiny Tim be Truman. Capote, which again, it's like, yeah, man, this is what this guy's offspring is, right? Yeah. Which oh, I didn't I, You realize, know, I didn't like... put that together. Yeah, yeah. I just thought Tiny Tim, little man. <laughs>
1: I, at, my, at first glance, I did think it was Elton John.
2: I also thought it was Elton John because it was like late years Truman Capote with like the pink sunglasses right. and like yeah. a big scarf yeah. and a hat. You know, he died because his brain was shrinking.
4: What? Uh, this might not be true, but uh, <laughs> He was a crazy alcoholic, and uh, his brain, when he got a scan, had actually decreased. The size of it had decreased a little bit. Who told you this? Uh, his doctor. <laughs> Rich Little. Rich <laughs> Pretending to be a doctor. Uh, God, let's say he was being a Dean Martin. <laughs>
2: well, and and the <laughs> this is a weird segue. Speaking of alcoholism, um, it was weird <laughs> like, Drink up. the the choice to make W. C. Fields be Scrooge meant that, like the lesson that Scrooge had to learn wasn't just to like let Christmas into his heart and stop being so cheap. It was also to stop drinking cold turkey. Like that was sort of his art. sobriety was sobriety, which I don't know if that was like a, I don't know if Rich Little had like some problems with like right
1: someone right. in his life who had an alcohol problem well, or like and like he wanted them to die. Go through DTs because here's here's what I think is that Rich Little he thought his best impression was W.C. Fields. Yeah. So he yeah. thought like what is the biggest thing that he as a character could learn in a Christmas Carol? Oh, I'll stop drinking. I think that was like more of a natural thing I guess. based on like just out of default that he like well. Cause I think that his impressions go down the line. Like oh, we were doing a ranking of like his best impressions. I think it's like based on who is like more of the top billing. Who is doing screen time. Yeah, right. yeah. It's right. like, I can do uh WC fields. I could do Paul Lynn, I could do uh he thinks he can do uh oh, who does uh well, I guess we'll start going down the line of like a uh, Christmas uh, past. Uh, okay. So yeah. oh, actually Christmas, wait, who, which one, which so, one okay. is Nixon. Nixon so is Marley.
4: Bob Marley. Oh, Bob
1: or Marley. Ah, <laughs> uh, no woman no cry. <laughs>
4: Uh, okay, I'm so sorry. I've just spent an hour thinking this guy sucks, and I'm gonna spend the next hour doing everything that made him bad. No,
1: no, no. Rich Little is going to be doing all the, your impressions. Uh, that's, right. yes. that's the same with growing up. Like all of our, everyone
4: I knew, all our impressions were impressions of the people doing impressions right. from SNL right. or something. Like well, at Al Gore. When we were yeah. in high school, it was all Daryl Hammond yes. us doing Daryl
1: Hammond. Yeah. Well, little did I know is that you've been doing impressions of Rich Little this entire time.
2: <laughs> well, that was that was one sorry. of the things that was I'm wild. Myself. Was like. When Nixon shows up and he's doing the like whoa, 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 like jo- you know jiggling the jowls thing, yeah, yeah, like I, was that a rich little as Nixon thing? Because that's like a hallmark of Nixon impressions, right? But it's not actually a thing that Nixon did. Because there's
4: always like one person doing impressions that unlocks something that right. isn't necessarily a literal version of that right. person, yeah, but yeah. it becomes the thing everybody hooks into.
2: Like the the Dana Carvey, George Bush Sr., yeah. not going to do it, Yeah, yeah. not going to do like it.
4: Probably never said those words no. except to reference that impression. Exactly, yeah. And, but that becomes a thing that everybody remembers. So that's yeah. that's one interesting thing about the cultural hold an impression has. Yes. It's distilling like, what people know about a person into a soundbite. And then that becomes what people know about that person. Like yeah. uh, strategery.
2: Strategy. Yeah, exactly. I thought for
4: years George W. Bush had accidentally said that because he'd said so many stupid shit so much stupid shit he never said
2: that no and same with uh, the Sarah Palin I can see Russia from my house thing yeah. Like, that was that was just Tina Fey.
4: Yeah, so it's like, it, weirdly... And Donald
1: Trump saying, uh, you know, build that wall and make America great again. Oh, well, okay, so it's, oh, that's, oh that's just, yeah, oh, that's that's just, just uh, true. That's true. He,
2: well, but, he's
4: a, an SNL impression of him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and and also, this this was one of the wild <laughs> things. <I mean>, he was <laughs> like, why'd you fucking bring <laughs> no, no, up? No, 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 <laughs> no. But, but, like, speaking of, you know, Eric, what you were, were gonna just start saying... We're selling trading cards, exactly. too. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Digital trading yes. cards. They're NFTs. Merry Christmas. Um no, but with with the Trump thing and talking, Eric, you were just talking about, like, the power of, like, impressions. That's why it was such a big, just, like, wasted opportunity that SNL kept on having... Uh, Al Baldwin, Baldwin yeah. come on to do Trump because he didn't fucking have any juice. There was nothing there. There was no take. It was just sort of him doing the little pursed mouth face and sort of saying things like the, this. The first, like, the there's first, no there's no impression
1: there. Well, the first few times, he, it was really funny, but then it wasn't funny anymore because nothing was funny ever again <laughs> for four years after he won because they were like, uh-oh, this is bad. Well, I think
4: yeah. a part of it at, at the very beginning for a lot of people was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. And also, God, it, it's so funny too. Part of this is that, you know, Alec Baldwin. I love his character on Thirty Rock. Right, and he's been given so many uh, opportunities character, to redeem actor himself. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Like, and he's just—he's not that far away from Donald Trump. So at a certain he's point, he's kind it's of not an funny. irredeemable asshole. Actually, yeah.
2: <laughs> like the fact and, and that, that he took—and that also, was true before he yeah. killed someone. And
4: someone and by the way. He took all of the, you know, the sympathy from that situation because. Oh, well, I mean, he didn't intend to kill this person. And then he went and did an interview. He's like, I don't feel guilty at all. Like,
1: <laughs> like I, well, he was like, I don't feel guilty like, at all.
4: Dick Cheney handled shooting that guy in the face better than Alec Baldwin did when he murdered somebody on accident. So, yeah, it just. Merry Christmas. It, it, who who would have done? Because I know Daryl Hammond did a, a Trump like who, the, who could have been given an
2: opportunity to do yeah, something interesting I don't know well there's, there, there's that kid the, that, the guy who does it now on SNL he's is really good very good And that it's because, kid is brilliant it's because he's sort of like you said sort of found the sort of like key. he isn't just doing the voice and the face and the hands like he 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 nailed the sort of like weird rambling part. yes yes. like that was that was the thing where it's like we're not just gonna make fun of this guy for being you know this is how he looks and sounds and saying things he
4: literally says exactly
1: like I, it's, actually it's, I think one of the better impressions even though it's a it's a terrible impression it's actually Seth Myers anytime he does Trump it's hysterical because <laughs> he's like oh this a bit it's beautiful isn't it we all love we all love yeah that's like,
2: that's the thing is it's not just about a good impression is not just about sort of nailing the voice or the kind of you know uh, physicality. It's like you have to find what is that weird thing about this person that makes them stick out. Yeah, and that's what's missing from
4: a lot of the impressions in this. Like, there are definitely impressions he does in this show that are competent. Yeah, and I I can completely immediately know who it is. Yeah, but it's just okay. W. C. Fields, famous for being a drunk, and even though that was also something that was uh, used for humor in his films, there was something else going on, and also there were actual jokes.
6: Right. right. This
4: is relied totally on the fact like. When you're at a party, because we've
1: all done, And some guy comes up to you and like, "Hey, I could do an impression." And I'm like, "Let yeah. me do a uh, but, but WC you... Fields yeah. or Paul Lind or right." Uh, uh, that's
3: usually when I ask the weird.
4: But like, when you're, uh, but it's like it's a parlor trick. Doing a voice is a parlor trick, right? Like we've i been trying to tell
3: you that for years. No,
4: I know, but <laughs> but it works in certain settings. <laughs> Women
2: love Jimmy Stewart. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! But but the idea and that
1: men love you, Paul. You're Paul
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm on fire today. Whoa,
0: whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
4: but so there's no real jokes, and it's that's just the weakest part. Is it's saying yeah. that was written by Rich Little. He could have used somebody to punch up the script to include actual jokes. It, yeah. it, what
2: it felt like to me in a lot of ways was like the 70s version of Family Guy. Where it mm, was like totally. Where yes. it was just like the joke, such as it is, is yeah.
1: hey, here's this famous person because well, you know this guy. Also, here's this guy's voice. Yeah. Can we talk uh-huh. about we can we talk about the um the presentation of this? Besides the production value, there is also a laugh track. Because it's supposed to tell us when you're supposed to and right. it, Well, it, the pacing is so slow, it, it feels as though he's pausing
4: for <sighs> laughter sometimes. It, 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 I mean, outside of it just being, I guess, shittily edited, it's very slow moving. Mm-hmm. She, it's interminably slow. But there are scenes in which he's said a, what uh, we presume is a joke and it's almost like he's standing there pausing, yeah, and yeah. nothing happens. And it's like, guys, you're in control of the <laughs> laughter. You already have the machine crank up the volume. Like, I don't understand what happened there. Yeah, it's a mess. And, and him going out of his way because he does a great Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson plays um, Scrooge's nephew, and he comes in and he does a Johnny monologue. At least written in the cadence of it. It's not funny, but it seems as though he's doing Johnny bombing. Yeah, he's John- which is the which is yeah. I mean, Johnny bombing is funny. The real Johnny Carson, but him telling bad jokes and then pausing when there's no audience there it's, and not having a recovery is the
1: weirdest choice. he It, it could is have made. very uncomfortable because yeah. I didn't know it was like, are we supposed to not like this character? Because <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't know what to take from that, because, again, being on the set where it looks like it's present like a three camera sitcom and you and there's a laugh track. But there are moments when Johnny is doing jokes, quote unquote, and the audience isn't laughing. You're yeah, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to take. Yeah. This. this is also yeah.
4: 78, so I kind of know this because by the time I, we were kids, Johnny Carson was at the end of his reign, sure. and I grew up like my grandmother had uh, cassette tapes like the best of Johnny and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and some of it was like compilations of him bombing and recovering and right. doing like funny things. So. What did it mean in 1978 to be playing Johnny Carson bombing? Right. Like it wasn't a thing where it's like look how great this guy is and he makes bombing funny. Like what was the reputation just, for that enough for him to make the choice of I got to play Johnny but uh, I'm uh, I'm going to do it like he's bombing.
1: I just don't understand what the wh- why he thinks that's a good choice I to don't know. do. Because it's not fun. And funny. for that particular character because that character is supposed to be the like Besides Cratchit, like the heart, the sympathetic, for, like the sympathetic it's the for Scrooge, he's yeah, the
2: nephew who invites Scrooge to go to Christmas, party still giving and, him a chance, yeah. just like he's look. like
4: tethering Scrooge to Earth still, yeah, like right,
1: with his right. humanity. It, it's it's so weird, and I, and it's it is not, just crazy to think, funny
4: that like this is still also on some level trying to have Scrooge's redemption arc happen, <laughs> right but in such a half-assed way because yeah. you can't really invest in a guy doing an impression of W.C. Fields. Right. Like, maybe W.C. Fields could have pulled off a dramatic performance, but this is, like, so strange. And it's funny that even a version with a bunch of puppets has <laughs> a much more legitimate arc for the main character. Right, right. Because totally. right. Michael Caine is a great actor. He's and brilliant in he that. He
1: also believes that these Muppets are real.
4: Well, that's the thing. It's like, so uh, Emma saw it for the first time. She, because she was born when it came out. So she just didn't grow up with it. The Muppets were kind of passe by the time right, she came out. Right, 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 up. So we saw it at the theater and she was gobsmacked, <laughs> crying and just like, she couldn't believe how amazing it was. Oh yeah. And watching somebody watch it for the first time is like, that's why this works so much. And sitting here just a couple of weeks later, watching this version. And
1: we were all crying too. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. For
4: different reasons. Yeah. But, but taking the same story and, and doing it in a way that could be fun, but also trying to then make it legitimate by having Scrooge,
5: Oh, yes, I'm going to give up the booze.
4: Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That was Carol Channing right at the end.
1: Um, <laughs> that was a really good WC feels. But
4: like, is there a way to make a comedic version where someone is using their you know, capacity to do impressions. Is there a way to make that an actual story with the character well, has I, a redemptive... I also really
1: it... hope that Rich Little is listening to this like, fuck, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. He
2: can't afford a smartphone. <laughs> But I but I think you're onto something there, which is that, like, yeah, if you want to actually make there be sort of an arc and something for this character, like, what the Muppets did was they made everyone except Scrooge be a Muppet. Right. Right? They can all be the kind of cartoony, silly, larger-than-life right. sort of sketchy characters. But if we want Scrooge to actually go on a journey, he needs to be, like, a normal human. So would would a better—and we're skipping ahead a little bit, I guess, to the recycling which segment. Which is fine, you know. But, like, would a better version of this movie have just been, like—
1: Everyone except
2: Scrooge is Rich impression- Little oh, doing impressions?
1: Yeah. Maybe. But like, yeah. is like a let's say a George C. Scott and uh, Scrooge.
4: But it could could it be a... Uh, well, no, that wouldn't work at all. Uh, if you had a regular cast and it's an impressionist, but every scene is that impressionist doing a new character <laughs> that he does. Just
1: invert it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this, that's more of you because you can't hold an impression no, on I for
4: long. No, I can do a sentence at a time. Yeah. And then I my shoes fill with blood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, so let's talk about now the three ghosts. Right. Oh, well, because we have... Well, so, yeah. Marley. Marley. So
2: we, but before Marley, there was Laurel and Hardy as the, like, uh, the, sort of charity people uh, right. who come to the office and ask for charity. Also, I, so Bad. his Stan Laurel is fine, but
4: Oliver Hardy, and, and it, it's just the worst impression of Oliver yeah. Hardy I've ever heard. He could just be some guy with a Hitler mustache. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, what thought, you thought I, he was Hitler. I thought it was Hitler. Would have been an interesting. Choice. It, would have been a,
2: it would have been a swing. It's yeah.
4: <laughs> Bob Marley and Hitler if they had been in this special.
2: And this also was. <laughs> The, the Laurel and Hardy scenes were the ones where they were doing the sort of Haley Mills uh, yeah. parent trap thing where they're both in the same screen but it's sort of a split screen deal which it and looked good it looked, it looked pretty good I mean it was yeah. hard to tell it was like a 320 resolution <sighs> yeah YouTube feed that we were watching but yeah like, I
4: can't I, we haven't gotten the Criterion but we will <laughs> next year hopefully but,
1: Criterion listens to this like oh we gotta get
2: But those, like, two furs where it's the... Whenever he's doing two characters in the shot at the same time, that was when the timing thing was the worst.
5: Oh, absolutely.
2: Just glacial. Which, like, the Laurel and Hardy (laughs) thing is supposed to be like they have this patter. They go back and forth. Yeah. And instead it was like, here is a person talking like this character. Here is a person talking like this character.
3: Yeah.
4: Pause. Pause. It, it robs the uh, the rhythm that two human beings can have together, and h- hands it to an editor that I guess um, is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's something that I thought was interesting. The uh, whole two person thing, because around this time, a few years later, uh, I you know people in the audience may know, but uh, there's two guys, Jason Williams, and I can't think of his name, but they do the tuna. Oh uh, stage yeah, yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuna Christmas, Greater Tuna. There's a, s- several of them, but I- in the early '80s for HBO, Norman Lear produced a special called I didn't Greater know Tuna. That, uh, Norman Lear produced that, but it was yeah, but it was done as a single camera special. And watching them on stage is amazing. They have uh, such chemistry, but there's something really stilted about this recorded version of them doing the Greater Tuna characters, where they're doing it single camera on a set, and there, a lot of it is split screen. So you have mm-hmm. them doing bits together, and I'm I'm trying to think like when we see split screen stuff like Haley Mills or even um what the Patty Duke show right like is that ever executed in a funny way like in a way that really makes uh the chemistry between the two that is the same person uh, work?
1: It's called The Nutty Professor starring <laughs> Eddie Murphy.
4: You know what? I uh, I'm stand a fool. Corrected. I stand corrected.
2: Because you trying... just got clumped. <laughs>
4: I didn't even eat like uh, red sauce or a pizza, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's interesting because when did I wonder when that became. I guess technology, but where it became like there was an electricity to it because so much of that old stuff is you, so you, stilted. Well, because
1: yeah. they didn't know how to do it just yet, or they didn't know how to uh, respond to the playback. Or the, I'm assuming they have some kind of either audio or video playing mm-hmm. back to them so they can react to it, hopefully in a good timing to where the editor can do it, or they probably just had good editor, yeah. editors now, better editors now. Oh my now. God,
4: I want a Clumps Christmas Carol.
1: Look. Let's get to recycling. We're only 45 minutes in. It's it's not
2: exactly the same thing, but like it, it's, it's a scene that is great that is sort of similarly like how did they do this uh-huh. is the scene in When Harry Met Sally where uh, Harry and Sally are both calling their friends who are in bed at the same time. And there's two oh, simultaneous yes. phone conversations yeah, yeah. going on. And like it's because they literally just sort of split the setup into three and they were all on set on the same time. And without having someone else to play off of that timing just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so without sort of like digital tricks and ways to kind of like, you know, a a lot of times now just like on regular sitcoms, they can in editing like speed up and slow down like pauses. Yeah. um, Just to try and like nail the timing. And, and if all you have is just like, you know, whatever sh- shitty video format this was played on, like... Mm-hmm. A-track. Yeah, sure looked like it. <laughs> this was not a format made for video. <laughs> um But, like, yeah, you, you, you're just kind of guessing, I guess. Right. Like, you're just kind of, this is about how long it would take someone to say this line, and now it's my line. And, and I love no it that to... it's
1: Rich Little doing it himself. Right. He's like...
6: Oh yes, this is how <laughs> long our turn. Yeah. So,
4: I, yeah, I guess there just weren't enough tools to fine tune for timing, but also the rest of the special does not have very good timing anyway. No. Even it, when he's interacting with somebody that is not him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we we have the Laurel Hardy. We have the Laurel Hardy. We have Nixon, Nixon as Marley, and then the, which
2: is a pretty good impression. It's a pretty good impression. I think he probably like ate out like just dined Pat ate out he ate out Pat Nixon? He ate out Pat Nixon I really uh, thought I think he probably ate out Pat, he, Pat that's that's what I did, did say oh, yeah. I meant to say dined out on that Nixon impression for the entire decade of the 1970s oh yeah, yeah um, uh, and then God, who I'm was, just
4: imagining Richard Nixon with his head buried between Pat's legs Whoa. that's that's where the jowls thing comes.
3: Oh, no. from <laughs> <laughs>
1: Think about that, guys. Oh. Richard Nixon's uh, thing with the jowls is him. And you know he's got his socks on. <laughs> white. White socks. Um, what
2: was, what was... Who was the first ghost? Who was the ghost at Christmas past?
1: Oh, was so it, it he- Columbo? Uh, no, no. It was a, a fucking Casablanca. Uh, oh, oh, it was Bogey, Humphrey Bogart. You know, yeah. yeah. That, that was, was a bad impression.
2: That was one of the worst ones in the entire movie. It was It, was, bad. it was almost identical to his W.C. Fields.
4: It was like a mix of W.C. Fields and George Burns. Yeah. Like which, it was just gravel, which George, George shows Burns, up later. Uh, yeah, but so we go to uh, in the uh, you know the story. It's the uh, Fezziwig holiday party with oh. Scrooge's first boss. Oh man, and, and who is? No, uh Scrooge's first
1: boss. It's I, okay. the, It's actually it's Eric's like most hated <laughs> uh, actor and character ever in cinema history. Who is uh, this? You're gonna go to Jewish hell. <laughs> they don't believe in hell, but. Uh, So he does
4: Groucho, who I grew up loving. And uh, I've heard a lot of bad Groucho impressions. And this is one of I have too, mainly on the show. Mainly for me. (laughs) Hey, I do an okay... I do
6: post-stroke Groucho. (laughs) You do. You do. What's your post... So, Rich Lennon asked me if he could do my my voice on a show. And I said, how can you do that? That's my voice. Are you going (laughs) to... You're going to take my voice. <laughs> and every night I used to hear the crying. <laughs> so, that's, that's the thing. so I used to be, in my day, they used to call <laughs> them, they were called turkey sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> See, Chico needed the money, so I, <laughs> I sold my voice to a sea witch. Okay, well, and, uh. And Rich Little, I believe was his name, he did a show about Christmas, even though
2: I'm
1: a Jew. Okay. Uh, That's actually a really
3: good point. Ee! Yeah, really. All
1: right, <laughs> so Groucho, his, his impression of Groucho.
4: It's just, like, a really lazy, basic groucher where, like, you can tell who he's doing. He's like... Would you be able to
2: tell who he was doing without the grease-paint mustache, though?
4: I could tell... Well, so he was... And that's the thing is, like, his physicality was terrible, too. Oh, yeah. So there was a guy... Folks, if you don't know who he is, his name is Frank Ferrante. He's been doing Groucho oh, okay. since the year I was born yeah, when he was yeah. in college. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to meet him a few times. He's oh, a brilliant actor. We know, we know, and yeah. he taught me. Oh, yeah, he probably taught me. Yeah. I can't do a, do a good Groucho, but I we know, understand we we what makes that. a good yeah, Groucho. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing that he does he does what I guess the Looney Tunes version of Groucho where it's like, all right, I'm going to walk across the room. I better bend over fully mm-hmm. and like a missile walk across the room
2: and then sexually assault some lady. <laughs> you could do half was, of those. We things. did have a little bit of that in the special. Was he, he had it. So got weirdly, weirdly the, the Groucho part was one of two back to back musical numbers in this. That special. was weird because they're not it was just like bam, based bam out yeah. in the special. Well, there's only, there's only, there, there's only three, and one of them is like the finale. Yeah. But two of them are back to back at Fezziwigs. And one of them is, yeah, Groucho running around and, and like pinching the butts of the women at the party. Yeah. Um, and then he goes back up to his office with one of the women whose butts he's pinched. And then right. we go to uh, young Scrooge, still W.C. Fields, but with less old age makeup, um, mm-hmm. and going back and forth with one of his like co workers who is Jimmy Stewart. And physically,
4: that is not clear. At all?
2: No. It is no. just rich little. It looks like it. It looks like rich little with like silver uh, hair, and he looks like Steve Martin. Yes. Yes. Um, and
1: luckily enough, we have Jimmy Stewart here. Oh Jimmy, what God. did you think uh, of the scene with uh, Rich I, Little's uh, WC Fields? Wait, 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 wait,
2: uh, I gonna no, I was going to say I've got a little bit of a Jimmy Stewart. You got a Jimmy? No, well, no, no, oh. no. Wait just a minute. There's a, wait just a minute here now. Now, uh, uh, Christmas. No, no, no. Hold on. Now just. Christmas is...
1: (laughs) What do you think about Christmas, Jimmy?
2: Why it's just the most important time of year is all. Uh Uh-huh. And, well, uh, well, I just hate to see... Oh, I just hate to see Christmas wasted on a shitty special like this one.
1: I'm glad you said that, Jimmy, because, like, you know, we we have WC here, and he thought that this this was a good representation of uh, of a Christmas Carol, and he also <laughs> thought that your impression—I mean, your uh, interpretation of that character was really good. D- WC, what did you think?
5: I'm all about representation. <laughs> <laughs> I think the white man has had it too good for too long. If I were alive, I would have voted for a bum. <laughs> <laughs> now hold on! Now hold on! Just a minute!
2: Now, now, now! now you're
5: being screwing now. Um, I'd like a screwdriver <laughs> if you've got one. Now
1: was, that's that's I, a good joke. Know, that's yeah. a good joke. That's a really we, good we joke. You landed it. Thank, thank you, Jimmy, and thank you, WC. Uh,
4: when we were in high school, so Baylor and I went to high school together. <laughs> it was you and I, and I think Travis Patton, who's also done the show. Uh, listeners will know. We used to do, it was Jimmy Stewart having an
2: orgasm. Do uh. <laughs> you remember that? No, it was it was all, sex? Of, all of the lines oh, was from A Christmas a Carol. Or titles, yeah, it was, rival oh, no, west.
5: Oh oh oh, 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 I just shot Liberty Valance.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Zuzu's Pebbles. Zuzu's Pebbles. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my dog,
2: Bo, I, he died. So this is—I don't know—Jimmy Stewart cried. ever had a stroke, but you are doing end of life Jimmy and Stewart. As All well. my impressions are people on their deathbed.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do uh, Lucy on her deathbed. <laughs> Why
3: are you bothering
6: me,
0: so oh, Mr.
6: Moody, <laughs>
1: Mickey? <Ray>. <laughs> 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 so, he had the scene with Jimmy Stewart. And there's a song. They Both WC Fields and Jimmy Stewart yeah. singing. Which, what
4: character is he supposed to be? Because he said it was a, a co-worker of his. And I guess in this version, he's standing in for what would be Belle, the love interest. I don't know. Yes. Rizzo yeah. the Rat or something? I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, that hot British girl from the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> whose number got cuts. Because it was boring. And now they've added
1: it back. Oh, wow. Well. Um, so... Uh, yeah, they have a little musical scene. Basically, Jimmy is trying to tell W.C. Fields that like Christmas is good. And uh, wait, that's wait that C. was Fields. Jimmy
4: Stewart. talking <laughs> <to> be-
1: <laughs> Look, I was oh, asking yes. you guys. We only know that I can only do evidently the Crypt Keeper now. Which actually, uh, what would the Crypt Keeper say to uh, Scrooge? Uh, I was like, W.C. <laughs> uh, uh, Scrooge. Uh-
4: <laughs> but so I mean, uh, so Jacob Marley's warning Scrooge. That if he doesn't change his habits, the chains he forges in life, he'll wear in death. So say something like that as the Crypt Keeper to Scrooge. I know there's a lot of pressure because you just discovered a I week ju- ago you can do the voice <laughs> on accident.
1: Careful, Scrooge. You'll be wearing chains like me and you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, pretty That's, great. That's great. The laugh was pretty good. <laughs> uh, the laugh was okay. I, a little deeper because I can't do the... <laughs> I can't do the crazy... Get really up high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh,
4: Johnny Kassar, if you're here, do the show. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. Uh... So so yeah so it's a flashback and then okay because we really kind of speed through the yeah, all the ghost stuff yeah so we wind up he winds up back in bed and the ghost, ghost of Christmas, Christmas present is, is Columbo yeah so it's not even Peter Falk it's Columbo specifically yeah, um, yeah. So Falk, Columbo specifically.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. and luckily we have Columbo no, here. no I I I, uh, I can't
4: do Columbo's voice I really oh, want
1: no, to because I oh, love the no. show I know you can't but luckily we have Columbo no <laughs> I, know, I here. don't have a Columbo either I don't
2: have a Columbo <laughs> here's the thing is unlike Rich Little I know when I don't have a Columbo
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it is I, I don't even know like I wouldn't have been I wouldn't have known if he was wasn't Columbo. wearing if he oh, wasn't wig wearing in the, the trench and coat yeah, yeah, so yeah, and the yeah. cigar and was like one more thing and uh, yeah. like that's about <gasps> one more thing I guess <laughs> <laughs> here your Columbo is basically Barney Frank <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, uh, uh, one, one more thing uh, <laughs> The, Is Barney Frank alive? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the late Barney Frank. I was going <laughs> to introduce myself that way. was uh, I, like, I can
2: only do impressions of, of people dead people who are dead. <laughs> and I only do their voice when they are near death. Yes, I... <laughs> I'm I'm afraid of litigation.
1: <laughs> yeah, the kids they can't like sue you now. Yeah,
3: yeah, because yeah. they can't stand. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um.
2: But yeah. So so we have Columbo as the Ghost of Christmas Present. We go to the Cratchit's house, and then we have oh. this is the worst impression oh, this of the is whole thing. far and away the worst impression I have ever heard in my life. It was uh, she- supposed to be Edith Bunker. Yes. Yeah. And it's- it is dreadful. Well, because
4: it, it sounds like
2: an Australian accent. Weirdly, almost, like
4: yeah, nice. he he like. <laughs> Because it has been. Because like, like, she's got
2: a falsetto, yeah. In, yeah,
3: in
4: in the show, yeah, and he can't even approach that, so I guess he's compensating by trying to. Because it sounds like he's trying to the way that she has that very heavy Queen's accent, yeah, on certain words, but the way he does it, it lands. We're going mm. from
2: Queens to Queensland, folks. Oh, hey, ow! that's a place in Australia. That is the
1: series finale. Of the Trash
3: <laughs> and again,
4: boy, that's a that's a good uh, joke. Johnny Carson would bomb with <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to Queensland.
1: To ah, uh, Queensland. Ah, Luckily, we have uh, Johnny Carson <laughs> here. Um,
5: hello, and Johnny Carson.
1: <laughs> now, there's a great uh, when uh,
4: Andy Kaufman used to do uh, before Lockjaw was Lodka and It was just his foreign man character. Uh, he would do a thing where he would do impressions, and my favorite one is like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm going to do uh, Johnny Carson." <clears throat> hello, hello, I am the Johnny
3: Carson. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> Thank and you
4: very much. I just saw a clip that I'd never seen before. So you know, it was a uh, Dick Van Dyke's 97th birthday this
1: last week. Yeah. Uh, oh, as it's we're recording, Dick this. Van Dyke here. He,
3: uh... <laughs> Hello, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a clip.
1: I danced in Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh... And my hips are popping out
4: of place. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was. Dick Van Dyke had a short-lived variety show in the late 70s, and Lucille Ball was on it. I'd never seen it, but an Instagram account I follow uh-huh. posted it, and it's... Uh, so um, Andy Kaufman was a regular on Dick's variety show. Lucy was there, and they're about to do a song together, and then he comes out as Foreign Man and interrupts and is interacting with Lucille Ball, which was like <laughs> the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. That's what you probably hear, <laughs> like, stop
1: me." Because
4: she... she I assume... Because she's like, oh, I know he is. He always introduces... He always interrupts the guest. But just seeing those two people interact together was... The Christmas gift I wanted. <laughs> I didn't know I wanted, but I needed. it. Not this movie. Uh, no, this is not a gift.
1: No, uh, It's a curse.
4: But so it's, a, it's Columbo. We go back to the party. Groucho. Wait, no.
1: Yeah. Where do we go with Columbo? Oh, oh so
4: Columbo. Columbo. Oh, we go Edith Bunker, to Edith Bunker. That's right. Oh, that's terrible. Yes. And there's jokes that don't land about Nothing. how small the food is.
1: Yeah. Oh, OK. Wait, and there this, is one joke that does land for us, too, is that uh, Paul Lind, uh, they're eating dinner. And it's like. It's like, would you like to have some more soup, my father? And he's like, of course I would.
2: And he puts it in his bowl with a paintbrush because yeah. there's okay, so that, little that's, of That's, it. that's, that's, yeah, that's a I joke think, that we would have. Well,
4: no, but I think it would have worked in something that also had other jokes because it's <laughs> not a strong joke, but I think it's clever. Right.
2: The thing is, like, if you had gotten me in like a loose, jokey mood, i would have yeah. been like, that was one of the ones that worked,
1: well, and, and then the we would have edited it out, and we're like, no, that was well, not. Well, the like
4: other, that. the other joke I can think of that did actually make was me laugh the Paul was Paul End, and it was earlier in this when he's being paid. And it's just like a couple of shillings, yeah. oh, and yeah. he's. Uh, and I'm gonna go to the bank, and then Debbie said, like, where, "Where are you
5: going?" I'm like I'm taking it to the bank. It's too little to go on its own.
1: <laughs> I can't there, do uh, Poland, really. uh, and we do have Poland. Yeah. <laughs> right. Poland,
4: famous anti-Semite. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> really? Oh, that's, a, this? Okay. that's a bummer. So the Kanye
1: guy... needs to play Paul oh, End in a biopic. Mm. So
4: there, uh, it was uh, Peter Marshall, who was the host of Hollywood Squares, and he's in his 90s. You wouldn't know it. He's very sharp. His voice doesn't sound old, but he was a guest on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast twice, and and he talks to Gilbert about it because Gilbert was on the '90s Hollywood Squares, and it was the original producers that he was told that Paul Lynn would say really fucked up things about Jewish people. Wow, that's Which you know a he was obsessed real about. Real bummer. And so it was like Paul Lin when he would get drunk, he'd uh, get very because they would drink during the sure. taping because they would yeah. do a full five days for the full uh, week in one day. And they would drink to loosen them up the same they did on Match games. So yeah, that's why yeah, those yeah, shows yeah. are pretty fun because everybody's a little <clears> loose. <throat> and by the end of the week, some of them are just flat out hammered. Right. So he would get drunk at lunch and he would say things like, this fucking chairs ruined my career. <laughs> Rough. Yeah, because his career wasn't where he wanted to be, but Paulin was also not going to be also, elite. Also, where
1: was it?
3: <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> but he was never going to be lead. And in those days, he had a sitcom a couple of times yeah. where he's was playing a family man. And he worked in... He's a seasoning, but he was not someone that was ever going to be a lead in anything at that right. time. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Paul, or excuse me, uh, Peter Marshall is a story where he was a. They were at Solid Gold, the Solid Gold like music show where they okay. were gonna, get yeah, yeah, yeah. top forty hits and dancers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then the top forty, it was a solid gold. Dancers were ladies, all ladies. And he and Paul Lynn were doing an appearance on that show and uh, they went into they were uh, ushered into the dressing room where all the dancers changed so it was all like lady stuff everywhere costumes and makeup and stuff and uh, Paul Lynn goes it smells like cunt in here (laughs) and then there's a pause
5: and he goes well I think (laughs)
4: Merry Christmas!
3: <laughs> so,
1: so yeah, also, wait, wait. Tiny Tim is played by Truman oh, so Capote. It, so, at
4: first, it's a child sitting on Rich Little's shoulders, Paul, and walking right. into the room in and, the
1: costume.
2: But then, eventually, we, like, cut to a close-up of yeah. Tiny Tim, and it's... God bless us, everyone. And he only has the one he has line. two lines, because at the end, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
4: thank you for giving me a small part, Rich. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, then, we go back to the house, uh-huh. um, and then... Oh God! This this I I said that Edith Bunker might be the worst one, but it, it might be the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Who is? Oh fuck! Inspector oh, Clouseau. That was which is rough. not only not really doing a Peter Sellers, it's barely doing French.
1: Yeah, I did not know. You said it sounded like German. Yeah. It sounded German, and I, I had no idea. And I realized. Which was very depressing. Immediately, He's like I've never seen a Pink Panther movie, <laughs> and it's like now I don't want to. <laughs> There's two you should watch.
4: Yeah, you yeah. can watch the YouTube clips of the rest, but yeah, it really is puzzling because why is this one that made
2: it to the cut? I don't know. I don't know. And it and and he has like entire like bits with him. He sets the the curtains on fire accidentally, which is right. like a Clouseau ish thing. But Peter Sellers is funny. Yes. So it just doesn't work. Anyway, then we go out onto the street and there's, you know, three old men talking oh, shit about yes. the dead Scrooge right. and uh it is James Mason, barely mm-hmm. George oh. Burns without the glasses. Like so that's he, half the impression right there yeah, and he's you're just George leaving George it Burns on the from table. That era. Yeah. And it was like
1: halfway through there yeah. was like, "Oh, that's George Burns, and then
2: a, a really bad John Wayne. Who I don't know that I would have gotten was John Wayne if he wasn't dressed like a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. That's the, sort the, of the a, only a way fey John Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. he's
1: like the only way that I knew was John Wayne. He's like pilgrim. Yeah. If he didn't and... do
2: the pilgrim thing, yeah. it wouldn't have read. Um, and then we go to
1: the grave. Clouseau
2: falls into a grave. It's it's tedious. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> like really
4: it, honestly because we're clocking in, I think at fifty three <laughs> minutes for the show. Like this could have been trimmed.
6: Dramatically,
4: this could have been a fifteen-minute tops
1: sort of. Thing. You know what yeah. this could have been? Uh, not a thing.
4: <laughs> yeah, this could have been a dream he had that he
1: didn't achieve. This yep. could have been evidently just a record that was released right before <laughs> JFK's death.
2: So another. I, I'm, I'm very curious to find out if any of the and I'm using this word very loosely here. Jokes were recycled <laughs> from the 1963 it, record. You know,
4: it finally made me realize that the Kennedy assassination was a bad thing. <laughs> Because we got this special.
1: So, world, well, there are consequences. Yeah. Okay? It's and a whole
4: butterfly wing over Chicago kind of th- way that is we got
1: here. oddly a consequence of JFK's death. This movie yeah. would not exist.
6: Yeah.
4: Wow.
1: That's... Uh, but luckily, we have JFK here to uh, speak about Rich Little's A Christmas Carol. All right. I, let me try... Uh, Eric... Get off my dinghy. <laughs> and luckily, we have JFK here uh, to speak about Rich Little's A Christmas Carol. Uh,
2: I would uh, simply like to... Uh, no, I got I got nothing. That was bad. We were off to a bad start, and I'm not going to follow through on it. I believe he said he had to go to pee.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and he learns his lesson, et cetera, et cetera. We've all seen A Christmas Carol. So uh, we're going to move on to recycling. So I know we've already talked about how we would make this better, and, like, would it work in the way, like, if he's doing these caricatures of people, could there be an actual character arc, which they kind of tried to force in this one. Right. We talked about how the Muppet Christmas Carol works for certain reasons, because, like, uh, Scrooge is a real person in that. Right. So do we just want to recast this with what current-day impressions people
1: would do? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a good idea. I mean, the first thing that comes to everyone's mind. Scrooge would be Trump, Right. If this was a new.
2: Wait, oh, you
4: were, you were. That, you were. Thinking I not think about that. What
1: if it was Alec Baldwin's Trump?
4: <laughs> so oh. it's it's Alec Baldwin getting ready to be on SNL that night, and he's visited by three <laughs> ghosts, one of which he's met before. Oh, bully. No, oof, rough. Sorry. Who? Wait, wait. Uh, you, you know. Uh, bang, bang. Who does, shot my baby who, down. Who does Alec
2: Baldwin know who's dead? <laughs> oh, the person he killed. Yes, yes. Okay.
4: Famous uh, murderer, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> But so, I mean, if if not Trump, cause I don't, I can't even Actually, hear his no, voice that's, anymore. That's kind
1: of a perfect thing is that it's, yeah, Trump is literally a modern day Scrooge. Sure. And so, but Scrooge who would was be... probably intelligent and
4: like, uh, <laughs> got somewhere because, uh, he was a good businessman.
1: Oh yeah.
4: I forgot about Scrooge stakes. Uh, <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh, and those, those new digital cards, they're going to hot the press. Come yeah. on. That does make me feel like maybe he's over. I think watching so. that
4: commercial is like, I exhaled a little bit. Like maybe it's <laughs> maybe we're done here. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Not the escalator down uh, was like, oh, but maybe he's done here. Some and of it just four year, how- four, Six years later, yeah. goddamn, that's with him. You know, descending to hell, and he's like. You're coming along with <laughs> He's me. He's taking us with him. Yeah. yeah.
4: But just the, the poor Photoshopped images are like, maybe uh, we're, maybe we're, it's over. Like, yeah. and his infomercial. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I can't think about this person we're, anymore. So, I, I'm already inundated <laughs> with Elon Musk. Elon Musk has replaced Donald Trump for me as in the like, new cycle. Yeah. As, as, like, as like, this wh- is
2: the like hideous rich person who is like occupying too much space in my mind. Yeah. Like, well, so. Okay. And I want it to be me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I think, may I do my recycling first? because. Go for it. I think, and this is going to be a first for Trash in the Can and Recycling. I think you, Eric Samaniego, and uh-huh. Diego, should play a fat all... version
4: of all those characters.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say characters, just a fat versions. <laughs> uh, so...
2: <laughs> Put me in some costumes.
1: <laughs> but doing. All the exact same impressions. The exact same impressions. Because yeah, as we established,
2: have, that is your stable of
4: impressions. That is mostly my stable. There's is, a few... Because even Truman Capote, I do on occasion.
2: You have. I save it, it for New Year's usually. It's, it's interesting it's, because we have Truman Capote here right now. We have Truman
1: Capote here. Yes. <laughs> so Truman, what did you think about this this uh, this new version that Eric Samaniego uh, like highly praised somewhat uh, offensive, uh, not in the least bit woke, most people have said. And... Um, <laughs> uh, Wait, what are you getting at? <laughs> what do you think about him playing you as Tiny Tim in this new version of A Christmas Carol?
6: I think that maybe he's a little too um, thick to sit on somebody's
4: shoulder.
1: <laughs> 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 and, and luckily we have... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, Eric Samadigo's One of his best friends Baylor Johnson uh, Who uh, is played. Hi <laughs>
3: Hello
4: Hello You're you, the, the, One of the only group Of our friends Where there's not an impression
2: Is there not a Baylor impression I don't think There's not
4: Because there's a There's right, a right impression There's a
2: right impression For sure like, Oh my god I don't know what I'm doing I Right's wedding
4: night I don't I uh, know <laughs> I don't, and I don't, at, we do red. It's funny. When people come in from the outside, like Emma has told
2: me like, that doesn't sound like either. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking earlier, the point of an impression, what yes. makes an impression memorable is that it's it distills something about that person, even if it isn't any, a like impersonation of their voice yeah. or physicality right it's, it's the I essence of
1: a person I, yeah and now thinking about the Rhett and right impression i don't know exactly where they came from <laughs> uh, i do
3: uh, It's what? you
1: like making a noise
4: either bending over and pick something up or hurting your foot and
3: uh <laughs> oh, is dancing oh my neat. Yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah oh yeah it's, Oh, my meat. Uh, yeah. I don't. I didn't say that. Uh, I said, oh, my knees, which is also meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I got those meat knees.
4: I, we're doing the extended universe of the show because they've all <laughs> been on it. And hopefully the audience
1: knows what the fuck we're talking about. Unless
4: this
5: is
1: your first one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would replace every character with you. And I think you would do a me at various
4: po- like places in my life. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> There's that one that's on a lot of goke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the uh, that would be the, uh, the the guys that are uh, asking for uh, charity because uh, hey, you got going- any money. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Scrooge. Come on, come on. It's going to be great. It's going to be great.
4: Come well, so, on. so we were talking earlier, though, about uh, now impressionists seem to live on TikTok. And right. there, there's a few I've seen. Uh, this one, I can't think of her name, but I follow her. And she's very funny. But the thing is, it sort of ends with a moment of like, oh, they're doing that voice and they're saying this. That's funny. Yeah. Like, it's not a whole act. Like, who would like what are celebrity impressions that people do now? Because there's always like a stable I think culturally. Yeah. Everybody can approximate.
2: Yeah. And Donald Trump is one of those. Donald Trump is definitely one of them. Who
1: else is part of the cultural impressions come from how much of a caricature that the person already is of themselves. Like how much of a personality. But also
4: it's the artist finding something about the person. Yeah. Because like everybody used to be able to do like uh, an Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan didn't talk like the way people do the impression but it doesn't matter because now that's what lives on. We've beyond got an him.
2: amazing shoe. Yeah, a really big shoe. It
4: yeah, was a guy, Glenn Fry, that used to do an impression that kind of created that. And yeah. it's like most people, if they can do or even know who he is, they're thinking yeah. of the impression of him and not the person. <laughs> well, that's why. Like, there's, <clears throat> nobody, there's nobody doing a Tom Hanks.
1: Well, I, <laughs> I think that's where like uh, someone like Bill. Except Hader... Jennifer
4: Goodwin, I've heard. So apparently, well, here let's do a gossip corner.
1: Oh, oh gossip with. Uh, WC
5: Fields, no, Jimmy. Oh my God! I, I, Hi, I, I saw uh, uh, old uh, old Tommy boy. Uh, yeah, not not Chris Farley.
1: Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He
5: was he was shucking uh with. Uh, uh, she's from that Mormon show. Uh, oh, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's large heart or big uh, uh, big love, love big love. Yeah, big love. yeah, yeah Jimmy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was thinking to myself, I got a large heart. Uh I miss Bo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh, what would you recycle this movie as?
2: Uh, just just do the whole thing with Muppets.
1: Yeah, that's already been done. You can't say that's a cop out. <laughs> yep, I accept that. And right. you know what Jimmy Stewart would say about cop outs? Uh, what would he F- say? Uh, uh, fuck no. the police! I hate. Cops.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm a
5: real uh, cop killer oh. uh, uh, cab. What, what do you think about N.W.A. Uh, uh, nice um, <laughs> uh, N W. Nice uh, White <laughs> with, with attitude It's me and uh, old uh, uh. Cary Grant We were good friends I, 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 He was a little fruity
4: For my taste, <laughs> But yeah There he was uh, But uh What's Who's that? that guy? He's an impressionist. who was on Mad TV. That's kind of his thing. Uh, he's Frank like, something. Yes. Frank Caliendo. Caliendo Frank Caliendo. yes. yes. I hope that that's I, his name. I
2: think that's right. And I think that is sort of like the last like celebrity impressionist. Yeah. Where what? like, this is your whole thing. Oh, just a whole thing? Yeah. yeah. Not just like somebody who can do impressions, but yeah. like, right. this is your act. Because there's still people like... Celebrity well, there's a lot of comedians
4: that can do impressions, but nobody... I can think of is a famous impressionist anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, like yeah. Like a
4: mainstream celebrity impressionist. I yeah. mean, Bill Except, Hader and Jimmy
1: Fallon, I still think are great. Well, I mean, they do great impressions, right. but
2: that's not their yeah. job. Right. There are some drag queens that do yes. really good. impressions. Oh my God. Uh,
4: that last all-star season. Yeah. Judy Garland. Yeah. Uh, from, uh,
1: is this is my camera. <laughs> Oh, whoa, God. whoa! I didn't know we had Judy Garland here. <laughs>
2: Judy, I don't wait. have a Judy Garland. <laughs> Mama, Mama, you here?
1: <laughs> L- Liza, Liza, what did what did you think about Baylor's brief impression <laughs> of Judy Garland? It was a thank you. <laughs>
4: I was was talking to Baylor and I were at Caesar's Palace.
1: I was doing the 1130
4: show and he was doing the 7 o'clock. What what did you have for Uh, dinner? So uh, so I had a Caesar salad. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was at Caesar's eating a Caesar. And the server came over, and his name was Caesar. And he had a haircut, and it was a Caesar. And so I was at Caesar's, eating a Caesar, served by Caesar's, with a Caesar.
5: And did you and have a Caesar? No, so I, I started to shake <laughs> and convulse. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm having a seizure!" And so I was having a seizure, Caesar, a Caesar's,
6: are eating a Caesar, served by Caesar's, who had a Caesar's.
5: And what
1: did the bank do to your uh, house?
3: They seized it. <laughs>
4: It would have been funnier if I'd said foreclosed. <laughs> but, you know, uh, hindsight, etc. cetera. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, oh my God. so, I mean, this is obviously just <laughs> meant to be a showcase for a guy, and this is his job. Are you talking about yourself? Uh, well, <laughs> well, I said a job, and this is not a job. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so the, way I, the only way I could think to make this better is to, all right, who would be doing it now? Because this thing is never going to be more than, isn't it funny that I'm doing this voice? Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously writing jokes would have been good. That would have been a big start. Yeah. It but would, It uh, would have been, uh, you know, uh, a, a good idea. But the only thing that could make this have been better novel. is if, okay, nowadays, and it's just some TikToker that does impressions, that does a couple of scenes here and there on their feed for yeah, this. Right. Because there's no way to really make this better.
2: <laughs> right. Well, and, and and I think that it just, it can't be a full hour. Right. Like if somebody wants to do like okay. two hours, <laughs> if somebody wants to do a Christmas carol of impressions, and in particular, if there are no fucking jokes, um, right. <laughs> like just like bam, 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 bam. Wouldn't it be funny if this person were this character and just go through it and do competent impressions and get out in 10.
1: Yeah. Like, would you want to have one person doing all the impressions like Rich Little, or would you want to have people who are famous for a particular impression doing each of the characters?
2: Either would be better.
1: <laughs> Maybe just, uh, actually casting famous people.
2: I and, you know and what? playing the part as their persona. Here's a big idea that I don't know if anyone has ever had before, <laughs> but <laughs> is we could adapt a Christmas Carol as a film. Hold on, hold uh, on. With Go on. with hold on. <laughs> no, no. Here's the here's the here's the big finish. Actors playing the roles. So, I don't know.
3: I, don't I like
4: know, it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, will quickly move on uh, to trash takeaway where we take Elm or oh, we we decide. Uh, sorry, I'm already on the wrong part. Crash takeaway, where um, we talk about what we learned from watching this, and remember, it is Christmas. Oh, so if there's a thing you're thankful for, or a Christmas message you want to get across before we wind
2: down, the message the end of 2022. The but you know, I would love
1: that... to hear from though. I, I would love, <laughs> love to hear from. Oh boy, hey, God.
0: here it comes.
1: I mean, what other
3: impressions do you do? I don't
1: have very many. <laughs> you have many though. You have. A, you don't have many, but you have some. I have not done like impressions in a very long time. He does them though. Yeah, you do. You do them. I've though. heard him. I've done
2: it for a who, long time. Who, who else do I do? Uh, Tim Allen.
4: No, I
5: no. No, done. I
2: don't
4: I think done. I have a Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> um, can you do a Carol Channing?
1: I could I can sort of do a Carol Channing. <laughs> so, Carol, what did what did you learn from watching? Uh, <laughs> uh, what did you learn from watching Rich Little's? A Christmas Carol.
2: Well, what was just incredible about... I feel like I'm doing Liza. <laughs> was, what this film was really trying to say was that people should stop drinking, but I have to say, it made me just want to finish my beverage.
1: Thanks, Liza. Now, yeah. um, <laughs> that's all there was. Now, we we haven't heard too much from yeah. from him just yet, but no, uh, Paul End. Now, what did... What did What did you think about Rich Little's one impression of you, and what did you learn from watching Rich Little's A Christmas Carol?
5: You know, it went on a little too long. (laughs) I'd say it reminds me of the time I was having a a party with Elaine Stritch, and she said to me, I never thought I'd say this, Paul.
4: Good night.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's really great. Oh, yeah.
6: And, um, or what did
4: you learn?
2: I what learned? did, uh, sorry, but what did the, um, crypt keeper?
4: <gasps> oh, <laughs> what learned. did the crypt keeper learn from this?
1: I learned <laughs> <laughs> no one can do impressions very well.
3: <laughs>
4: you gotta say something like Santa Claus, or you
1: know how he did his puns? <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Um, God, I wish it was funny. Um... <laughs> we'll hire writers. <laughs> could Which is
4: what Rich could have done. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, yeah, that, that brings us to the end of uh, not the episode, just the episode, but the but year. But the show itself. Yeah, it's over. Really done. Pack, yeah, it, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, no, pack got, it in. No, we've got three bullets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, you might want to leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, uh,
1: thank you for spending, God, another year with us. Oh, and also, would you recommend watching this?
2: Oh, would we recommend watching this? Uh, oh. I would. Well, so
1: mm. are you into old Hollywood?
4: Do you think it would be funny to watch people do poor impressions? Then
1: yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Carol, would you recommend watching this movie? He means Carol Spinney, who plays Big Bird. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> There's a lot writing on this, Bailey. If you ever want to be back on this show. <laughs> Oh, so he's going to fuck it up on purpose. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: well, gosh. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't no, know. No, 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 oh no, my God. Let's see, no. Let's um, Note
1: that. Note that. Note okay. that for me. Where was I relative to the target? No, the hell with the impressions right now. Would you recommend watching <laughs> Absolutely it? not. This was this was. This was, it was this, bad this, and this boring. This was pretty bad. Yeah, I, this I, was, I, was I, pretty I boring.
4: Want, Even yeah. at the length it was, it felt too long.
1: Yeah. But what I am thankful for is that we watched it together in a time of need for a cheer and we didn't get any yeah no don't watch this movie
4: no i wouldn't think so uh <laughs> no i i wouldn't do that yeah. uh, maybe if you want to see rich little if you don't know who he is there are he's he's good in doses yeah and watch like some old clips of the dean martin celebrity roast he can do some funny stuff but he's one of those guys the same way that there are people that are ventriloquists that are not funny but they have the
2: skill yeah he's got the skill yeah and he needs somebody else to make him funny yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was, I think, the only credited writer on this thing, and that yes. was a huge mistake. Yeah. yeah.
4: So thanks, John F. Kennedy, for being assassinated, because that's how we wound <laughs> up here. Uh, there's some confusion coming from someone that came in halfway through the show and uh, you know, we'll explain we'll it to explain them. explain off yeah. mic. But, but, uh, but otherwise, yeah, please, uh, happy holidays and I hope uh, everybody's safe and uh, has has had a good year and hopefully has a good new year. And, and, and Baylor,
2: thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you so much a, for always uh, having me on to insult me. This is always a <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> yeah,
4: no, I mean, it takes the heat off a of right.
2: Um,
3: <laughs> thank you so much. But yeah, thank it's you It's really so a much. Christmas miracle.
4: And uh, I hope everybody out there, I hope we, uh, you know, we spend some time next year together. Yeah. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Get your oh, booster if you uh, have so, it. so, Paul Lynn, how would you say uh, uh, Happy New Year to the, our fans out there?
4: <laughs> fucking Jews ruined my career. <laughs> that was Paul Lynn saying that because he was famously anti Semitic. Okay.
3: When the sun goes down, my clothes start looking fine.
1: Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets, as well as find their music wherever great music is sold.